Why would I not do that? <laughs> Greetings, friends! It's Josh. I'm Ryan. And we're here today for another episode of the Dead Tired Dads podcast, which is, Ryan, what is this? A podcast for gamers who don't have time to game. That's right. We want to help you find games that you have time for, and we don't want you to waste your money on games that you won't end up playing because you don't have time for them. True. So, uh, so Ryan... As a as a parent, as a dad, mm-hmm. um, who is busy and who sometimes goes to the store, um, to, <laughs> occasionally to buy food things, <laughs> mm-hmm. I I did something the other day that I'm not sure if it was a, a smart move or not. But oh, I like this already. Yeah, no. So uh, I was going. I was looking for orange juice. Mm-hmm. Now I I don't know if I'm weird. I don't know if it's weird. Or not, but for me, drinking orange juice without pulp, it should be uh, should be banned. Like pulpless orange juice, like should not exist. I don't understand. <laughs> this is not this is not part of the story, other than the fact that that's what I was going to buy. But like, so I I just want to I want to stress how important it is to me that orange juice. Has pulp and not just a little pulp. No, like I need the high octane, pulpy <laughs> orange to chew juice. Your orange juice. Yes, at the end. <laughs> yes. I want there to be so much pulp in there that it's like I've got the orange in the bottom of the cup. I don't know. <laughs> when I'm done drinking, I want to see the whole fruit at the bottom. Um, so, um, our our local Walmart here um, does not always have the big bottles of orange juice with okay. with the high pulp in it. Like, they sometimes will run out. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's because, like, so many people want Everyone pulpy, wants it just like you. Right. Or if it's just like, no one wants this, so we only get, like, three of them in. <laughs> You're the only person. And, like, I'm the only, like, it's me and three other people in town that are, yeah. like, buying it. And, <laughs> And like we're just our, I guess there's five other people, and like we're just fighting with each other to get the bottles. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so anyway, I, I'll pause my story. Kay. What's your take on on orange juice and pulp, Ryan? I need to All know. Right, so if you if you remember two previous episodes, the Halloween episode where we talked about candy, yes, and then the cereal episode, yes. If you remember those two episodes, you'll be sh- utterly shocked by my answer. I like it all. Okay. Give, give me the orange juice with no pulp whatsoever. Give me the orange juice with a whole orange peel in the bottom of it. Give me I like it all. <laughs> give me all of it. See, I can't... Give me the sunny delight that you call orange juice that isn't even close to actual orange juice. I'll, See, I like it all. I can do sunny D. Like, I can do sunny D, but, like, orange juice is different. Like, yeah. I have to have... Like, it doesn't taste right to me. Like, there's something about it. I like it. it all. There's something about it that just isn't right if there's not pulp in it. So. Yeah. Now, anyway. before you continue, let me just... If, if you've not tried this, you, Josh, or our listeners... If you haven't tried this, let me expand your life. Okay. Half a glass of orange juice. Okay. Half a glass of lemonade. Okay. I'm intrigued. 
Delicious. Okay. Delicious. Does it have to be a specific kind of lemonade? Well, not for me, but as I was just <laughs> saying, I'm not a, I, I like it all. I didn't get this vicious dad bod by being picky about <laughs> what I like. Oh, man. Um, I got that from my dad. I saw my dad do that one day nice. uh, when I was in high school. I saw him pour half a glass of orange juice, half a glass of lemonade. And for a second, I thought, this man is a lunatic. <laughs> but then I actually tried it, and I was like, no, he's actually a genius. <laughs> It's amazing how often those two things are just like right, right on there. the edge. Yeah. Right there. It is incredible. So, anyway. So, back to my story. Yes. So, I have to have the high-octane orange Pulp. juice. Um, and oftentimes, our Walmart doesn't have it for whatever reason. Um, and so... I was very disappointed because I really wanted like I wanted to get some orange juice for yes. me and for my kids. Um, or really for my kid because the youngest one doesn't drink orange juice yet. True. Um, anyway, so instead, I, I you know in the juice section there, I'm looking at some different options, and I see that the same brand that I usually get for for orange juice also happens to have a watermelon juice. Oh boy. And so I was like, you know what? It's not orange juice, but I got to try this. Like, this is something that I feel like I need I need in my life. I really hope you say the right words next. <laughs> <laughs> well, it leads me to this thing. So I get home and I, I try it. And it's not bad. You know, it's pretty good. All right. And so I call my daughter over, you know, after, you know, after I take my cup of it and I try it and, uh, I'm like, I do this thing, and this was this was my mistake, or what could have been my mistake. Anyway, I, it did not, I don't know that it's going to end up being one or not. But anyway, I call my daughter over, and I say, hey, why don't you try this? Yeah. And at that moment, I go, wait a second. If, if she likes this... You're done. You're not getting any more. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> right. I, I won't have any more. But also, also, it has to become a staple... That's true. In the, like we have to have this. That's true. On hand, and I'm not a grocery aficionado, but I've never seen watermelon juice before. Yeah. So, so like, that's not like something you're gonna just go out and buy it right. usually. Yeah. No. Like, and so I was like, oh no, and like I had this realization of like, as a parent, it's impossibly hard <laughs> to like buy new things. Yeah. At least as far as food stuff goes, because you're running two risks. Yep. You have you have two possibilities here. Of, like, one, you're going to spend money on something new, mm-hmm. and you're going to try to give it to your kids to eat, and they're going to absolutely hate it. Yep. And then they're not going to touch it, and you've spent money on like, something. Great. I just spent money on that. that. And now it's gone. Like, yeah. you can't you can't get rid of it because you don't want it. This will now get stale yeah. in our house and yeah. then get thrown away. Or you run the risk of it becoming a, a necessity... That must be on hand. I now have to find Walmart like, uh, uh, watermelon juice yes. every week. Every week. So <laughs> it, it has not become a thing as of yet. So right. so like it was not uh, a it was not a uh, such a home run that she has requested it over yeah. and over and over again. But um, but yeah, no, that was the realization that, that it's it's dangerous to it is. to Ooh, buy man. things uh, is. new, which. I also realized uh, when when we had the cereal episode, I talked about the the marshmallow fruity pebbles oh, yeah. that I saw, and uh, th- like I was like, oh no, hopefully that doesn't become a thing too. <laughs> like so again, fortunately that hasn't like 
Yeah. Become a thing that she requests yet, but yeah. it's you always run that risk of it either becoming like something that has to be in the house. So I have a question that might lead to a funny story. Do you and your wife have anything that you buy, like food-wise, grocery-wise, that you don't give to the kids specifically for this very reason? Like, this Um, is a special item. It's for the parents only. I mean, other than, like, soda? Yeah. No. I don't think so. (laughs) My wife and I have this special flavor of ice cream that you can only get at Kroger. And it's... uh, what is it? Black raspberry dark chocolate chunk. We it's like six dollars for a tiny little thing of it. We we don't give it to the kids. Yeah, because I yeah I won't get any, and they'll be like, I want ice cream. I want ice cream. <laughs> right? No, not happening. Right. So when when we buy and we don't buy it very often, it's like a special treat at our house. So when we buy that. We buy like a little thing of vanilla ice cream for the kids <laughs> so that they don't realize the amazingness right. that they're not getting. Right. So See, we have things that like, um, that we buy that are just, are literally like 100% for ourselves. Like, yeah. Um, like in, in like staples that we buy that like, so I am a whole milk drinker mm-hmm. like i i won't do skim or two like two no, percent is like that's like, gross like two percent is even out for me like some people are like like i'll go to a restaurant like a, a waffle house or something like that or like any kind of breakfasty type restaurant and like yep. all they ever have is two percent milk and i'm just like i can't drink that like i i, I cannot drink that it is yeah it's it's white water it's yeah <laughs> just looking at it it's yeah. gross um so but uh, I'm with you on that. I, my kids, my kids drink whole milk as well. But my wife is a um, almond milk drinker. I've never had it, so it's eh, it's okay. It's okay. It can you can get flavors in it. In that, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but um, but yeah, nothing that we like intentionally. I don't I don't think that we intentionally withhold. Yeah. From the kids, I could be wrong. I mean, uh, our youngest is a little small, so we you know obviously we intentionally withhold a lot from him. Yeah. <laughs> No popcorn for him, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So there are things that I wish I could intentionally, like that I could withhold, but I can't, like, I often cannot. So, yeah. That one, uh, like, like I said, it's like $6 for a small thing of it. So that one is not, the kids don't get that one. So I'm curious when I, when I was talking, you know, I'm going to back up a little bit. When I mentioned the watermelon juice, you said, say the right thing. Like, oh, I'm yeah. curious what the right thing was and did I say it? I was really hoping that you just told me it was the most delicious thing you've ever had because I love oh. watermelon. Okay. I love watermelon. Yeah, I'm a big fan of watermelon myself. And it, like I said, it was good. Yeah. Um, It had a bit of a, like, the it wasn't as sweet okay. as I would have liked, I think. But it yeah. was good. Like, I would, I would buy it again. Yeah. You know, I would be, that's one of those things that it ended up, like, if it did become a safe, like, if, if my daughter was like, Ooh, can we get watermelon juice? I'd be like, sure. Yeah, because yeah. I want it. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'll drink it too. And I will, I will, you know, I will drink it before you get to have any. Like you'll get one class, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll chug the whole bottle. So our my entire house is uh, watermelon lovers. Yeah, like during the summer, we'll go through two or three watermelons a week in our house because everyone just eats it, and eats it, and eats it. I I do enjoy watermelon. My biggest thing with watermelon anymore. Is that it's too messy. 
Like yeah. eating watermelon is is just is. a challenge because it just gets so like everywhere. You know, when I was when I was younger, you know, it wasn't a big like I didn't care, but now yeah. it's like I have a problem. I have to clean like, this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, that's my that's my uh, warning to parents out there. Like, be careful what you buy because what you buy can become staples. You may have to have. buy it every week. Yep. So anyway, why don't we dive into our game reviews, Ryan? All right. What do you got? All right. So, I played, well, I'm still playing, um, uh, so future episode, because this is a game I must finish. Um, Outer Worlds. Okay. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. I am playing it, you guessed it, on On Game Pass. Yeah. Um, I am thoroughly enjoying this game. Yeah. So... If you're not familiar with it, it's made by Obsidian, which okay. is the people who made Fallout New Vegas. Okay. It's a small company. Um, I won't get into the whole backstory, but if you know the backstory, you know that most people consider Fallout New Vegas the best of all the Fallout games. Okay. Um, I didn't realize that it had gone, it, it like, that an iteration of Fallout had been made by someone else other than who... Was so, since movie. you said that, I'll give the very quick version of the yeah. story. So, Bethesda obviously makes Fallout. Uh, they made Fallout 3, then they hired this small little firm called Obsidian to make Fallout New Vegas, which is sort of a... It's not an expansion because it's its own game, but it's an extension of Fallout 3. Gotcha. Um, Fallout New Vegas, like I said, most Fallout fans consider it the best Fallout game. Gotcha. Far and away. Um, Depending on who you ask, some people say that Bethesda then fired Obsidian because... They made a better game. They made a better Fallout game than Bethesda did. Ah. So, you know, depends on who you ask. But this, uh, this same... Team Obsidian is who made Outer Worlds. Gotcha. Um, okay. And it's awesome. It's an awesome game. If you like Fallout, you'll love this because you can you can definitely see the the influence. Okay. If you will. Sure. The gist of the game is um, this company called the uh, the Space Frontiers or something like that. Um, they had this idea of colonizing space, you know, just like a lot of games. Um, so they send all these people on a on a ship out into space, and then the whole idea is that they're going to cryogenically freeze them for 70 years or something like that, and then when they get to their destination, they're going to wake them up and colonize space. Something happens, and they've been frozen for a long time, and when you, you create your own character, and when you wake up... Um, Essentially, it's a story of uh, the problem with monopolies. Okay. Um, because there is uh, this same organization, the Space Frontiers, is has taken over everything. So much so to the point that they don't call them anything. They really only ever call them the company. Um, so that's kind of the gist. And, you know, you travel through space to different planets and... Um, very open world. Like I said, if you're familiar with Fallout at all, it it's a lot like Fallout. Um, I will say, though, that 
I, I'm going to recommend people play this game, but it doesn't fit any of our criteria <laughs> for a typical Dead Tired Dad game. Uh, it's very violent, just like Fallout games are. Um, it's very violent. It's uh, There's a lot of criminal activity, drug paraphernalia, stuff like that. I haven't run into any sexual content yet, but I'm expecting to because sure. I have in Fallout games, and this is a company that worked very closely with Bethesda, so you know I'm, just, I'm expecting that to come. But it hasn't yet. Um, it also has a very... It's very story-driven. It's very in-depth story that you need to pay attention to and you need to hear what's going on um, because you will have to make choices um, that impact the game. And, you know, if you make this choice, there's all these different factions. So if you make this choice, this faction might like you, but this faction might attack you on site. So you got to pay attention. So, like I said, it just really doesn't fit any of the criteria for what we would normally sure. recommend to people. So I definitely recommend this game, but you know, can't play it in front of kids, and you need you need to be able to pay attention. Right. Something cool that I learned about this game: uh, Obsidian made it so that every single character is killable. Okay. To the point of essentially breaking your game. So, you know, like... You have to be careful then. Yeah, you have to be very careful. Um, Lots of saving. So, it doesn't... It doesn't have... There's not, like... there. There's. It's very obvious when you are either in combat or about to be in combat versus not. Um, but if you've played, you know, Skyrim... Fallout, games like that where you can kill people that are important to the storyline. It's like that, except for those games, there's always some people that can't that die. cannot die. Like, you know, the king cannot be killed. Like, you know, no matter what you do. This game is not... Everyone is killable. Okay. Every single person. Okay. Um, which I think is kind of cool. Because yeah. it's truly like 100% open... You might ruin your own game, but yeah, yeah that's at least that it was crazy. your choice. Yeah, you get to make the decisions. Yeah, so very cool. So it it's a lot of fun. I, w- I would definitely recommend it, but it's yeah, just you gotta does not does not meet our criteria, but it's still yeah. a recommended recommended game. I'm having a blast with so, it. Yeah. yeah, sometimes that happens. Yeah, sometimes games can be fun. So cool. Well, awesome. I'm going to talk about a game that is not on. Uh, Hey. So there you go. Um, we've we we're still like the last ten episodes. I think though have featured at least one. Of us. <laughs> one of us has had a Game Pass game. So um, anyway, um, I wanted to talk about um, a pretty big game that uh, is for oh, the Switch. I hope you talk about what. Yes, yeah, I, I'm, yes. Pretty, I'm pretty sure. Yes. I am. So um, so I. Um, I was able to actually track down a copy uh, at our local Walmart because I was there buying groceries, B- buying orange juice. Yeah, trying to get some, <laughs> trying to get some high pulp orange juice. Um, I, I walk in. I typically uh, torture myself by walking down the game aisle. You have to, I mean, um, just you know, to see the things that I can't buy. That you, yeah, that, that you're going to get that I want to. Um, but I happen to walk by, and in like the clearance section on like the discount rack. Um, was 
Legend of Zelda Skyward yes. Sword HD on clearance. Yes. For $30. And I said to myself, self, <laughs> you can't pass up a Nintendo game on clearance. That, yeah. Like, that never like, happens. That does not happen. And I don't care what game it is. Like, that's on clearance. You have to buy it. So I, I went ahead and bought it and uh, brought it home. And um, I played it. And I beat it. So I Josh I, beat a game. I beat another game, and yes. not only that, but it's a game that like I had previously like gotten to the end and couldn't beat. That's right. So like yep. And I figured out what had happened, and um like and what people were talking about, where like they were saying you just need to go here, and like where I was, I could not escape where I was, and maybe I could have if I had restarted the game and tried again. But anyway, yeah. Beside the point. Um. So. Um, so yeah, Skyward Sword HD um, for the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Now this is a um, it, as far as Zelda games go, it is it feels very different. Um, mm-hmm. If you've played, you know, if you're a Legend of Zelda fan, um, like it's, I think it feels more different from Zelda games than like a lot of people said Breath of the Wild didn't feel like a Zelda game because it wasn't like because you didn't have to progress yeah. through the dungeons in a particular order and like you could go like to me this felt like a way different hmm. Zelda game because of the way that it plays um, um, and part of that's good and part of it's not um, yeah. you know and some of it um, some of it is part of the the game itself so the game itself when it was made, um, was on the Nintendo Wii originally, and they did a bunch of things that they were trying to do. They were trying to demonstrate the the accuracy of the motion controls oh, right. on their new... They had just come out with the Wii Motion Plus, and yep. so they were trying to demonstrate the accuracy and how, um, how good it was. And so, like, when you go at an angle, your sword actually goes at, at an angle yeah. as opposed to just, like you know swinging you know mm-hmm. you know and yep. so so the control scheme is based off of that precise like the way that you have to attack certain enemies yeah. it has to be precise it has to be there are certain things that you have to do a certain way mm-hmm. um which actually on you know thinking back on the Wii you know worked really like it worked fairly well for the most part um i do remember when i originally played through it the first boss um, uh, in the first dungeon was incredibly aggravating. Like I had a, I had the worst time like beating him. Mm. Um, I did not have as much time this time through. Like I had figured out a little bit more about it, I think. But beside the point. Um, so it it does feel a little bit different. Um, it's less open world than most Zelda, like most Zelda games. Like there are certain areas that you can't access. Yeah. In this, like you start off, you're in the sky, and you have like you go to three... There are three separate areas that you can go to. So anytime you want to go to one of those three separate areas, you have to return to the sky first uh, and then go to one of the areas. Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with the game. So that, to me, that's one of the biggest aggravations of the game is that, like, I can't... Like, in other Zelda games, like, yeah, there are, there are paths that are blocked, but once it's unlocked, like, once you can get to that place, you can get to that you place. You go there all the time. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and there, there's not that mechanic isn't there, and there's not even like a warp mm-hmm. option to get through those different places quicker. You always yeah. have to go back to the sky, hop on your loft wing, you know, which is basically your horse, um, and go 
through, um, like go through the cinematic and then fly around. Um, and that's the other thing, like the 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 way that you have to do certain things. Um, you can use a regular controller mm-hmm. if you want to. Um, and for certain things, using the regular controller is is easy is is better. Yeah. But the majority of the game, the the way that it's laid out, because the game was originally designed with motion controls in mind, the majority of the game is has to be played with the Joy Cons uh, disconnected, okay, like and you have to you have right. to do it. At least in my opinion, it was like I tried doing it with with the controller. Yeah. Um, and it is way over, like it is way over complicated mm. with the controller. Um, way more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. Um, so, um, I don't recommend that. Uh, if you're gonna play it, play it with the Joy Cons disconnected and use the motion controls. Um. So. Overall, I have a hard time with this game. Um, okay. I love the Legend of Zelda is like tippity top of my list of like favorite series like i love most of the zelda games i have a lot of fun with the zelda games i like i like the zelda games a lot um but this one i'm just not like i i just don't i don't love it yeah um and it's not that it's not that it's necessarily bad there are just so many things that i'm just like why would you do that right that way like why why is this set up like this yeah like to make this more aggravating um and the and it's not even necessarily the game itself, but it is the game on the Switch. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like, in a way they've lo- the the way they designed it, they locked themselves yeah. to this technology time period. Yeah. So um and so, really one of the biggest issues that I had with this game is something that I like. I had not run into with with my Switch because I always I, I have a pro controller. Yep. I never use the Joy Cons <laughs> for anything. Yep. Um, but I constantly was losing connectivity between my Joy Con and the Switch, and then I I there was this thing that was happening where like I I hadn't experienced this before, and like mm. where it was like I would be running. Are you know? Oh, and they did. Int- I'm gonna back up. Sorry. Again, welcome to Josh's world where <laughs> things pop into my mind that I'm like, oh yeah, I wanted to talk Squirrel. about that. <laughs> yes. Um, so they did introduce some stuff that um, did make its way into other Zelda games. So this was the first, uh, as far as I know. Um, I don't know if it might have been in a previous game or not, but um, they int- they did have um, stamina. Like this is the f- oh, like, okay. they have, they, yep. you have a stamina bar like you have in Breath of the Wild. Yep. Um, so. Um, and some other cool things like that that they do introduce. Um, the breakable weapons, like your oh, shield. right. Your yeah, shield yeah. is breakable in this game, so your sword isn't. But your shield is a breakable item okay. in this game. Um, so, you know, some of the, the things that made their way into the Breath of the Wild, yeah. um, you know, did kind of start there in um, in Skyward Sword. But, hmm. um, so anyway, um, the reason I thought about the, the stamina stuff was, you know, I would be sprinting. You know, yeah. and my you know my my stamina bar would be, and then I would stop sprinting because I was almost out of stamina. But it wouldn't stop. Like Link would not stop sprinting; he huh. would keep running. Yeah, like it was like I was still pushing the button even though I wasn't. Um, and so I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, and 
you know, apparently, you know, and I had heard about this thing called drift. Okay, I was going to ask, is that when you were having the stick yeah. drift issues? Okay. Yeah, I had heard about this thing called drift, but I had no idea yeah. what it was. And, like, I was, I was like, oh, this is a real problem in a game that requires precise Precision, motion, con- yeah. like, motion yeah. controls. And, like, I'm trying to aim at the screen to shoot an arrow. Yeah. And like there's a <laughs> there's a mini game that you can so there was this one mini game that you can play where you're just trying to shoot a pumpkin. Yeah. And in the middle of this mini game, like I'm aiming in one spot and like you know, I'd move and shoot and it would you know, it hit there and then I'd point back at the same spot, but my cursor would be in a completely different area. Yep. Like in just this one minuscule time frame. Yeah. And this was so bad that I was like, okay, I'm just going to go buy a new set of Joy-Cons. Yeah. And thinking like, you know, my Joy-Cons are just affected like and I'll, you know, I'll get them mailed off and whatever. I just so I just went and bought a new set of Joy-Cons. I remember you I remember us texting about thinking this. Thinking like, okay, like I'll just get new new out of the box yeah. and, you know, that'll solve the problem. Like I had I had this problem out of the box with new ones. With brand new Joy-Cons <laughs> and like I, I love Nintendo. I give Nintendo a lot of credit for a lot of things. Like, this is a huge issue. Like, you yeah. can't, like, this can't be happening. Like, you've got to solve this problem. Yeah. Like, out of the box, I can't have things that are defective, like, not working the way that they're supposed to work. But, anyway. um, So, overall, you know, I played through the game. I did beat it. Um... My daughter loved watching it, mm-hmm. um, so she had a great time. She wanted me to play the game. She wanted to watch me play it, um, so she had a great time with it. Um, so it's very, you know, it is family friendly. You know, even though there is, you know, killing and stabbing and you know whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it in in general, it's you know fairly fairly uh, tame. Yeah, it's um, Zelda violence. Yes, yeah, yeah, Zelda violence and. Um, I enjoy. I, I was glad. I was glad to have played and beat it. Yeah. Um. I'm also glad that I'm done with it, <laughs> and I don't think I will ever play it again. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad I got it for thirty dollars. There you go. Um. So it, it's just one of those things where, like, when you're when you need precision, like when you have to have a precision thing, you can't. Like it doesn't. Like you can't. Yeah. You can't be struggling like the constant, constantly resetting. Yeah, you know, and trying to figure out like, well, what what can I do to make this work for right. a longer for a longer yeah. period of time than like three minutes, and then disconnecting, and you have to like get up, connect the connect them, them to the on switch, the dock. Yep. unconnect them, and then have it work for fifteen minutes, and it's just such an aggravation. But um, an interesting fact um, in regards to the game. You know, it's the same story. Like, they didn't change anything about the game, but HowLongToBeat.com says that the Switch version for the main story um, takes 30 hours to beat. Okay. The Wii version of Skyward Sword is 38 hours. Huh. Like I said, they did not remove any content. They didn't, like, so I know know why. Um, So one of the things that they did... Um, they did add an autosave feature. Um, so in the original version, in order to um, in order to save, you had to find a bird statue on the ground, mm-hmm. or, or or wherever you were. There, there's all these bird statues that are save points. Yeah, and you had to find one. 
in order to save. Um, but they added this autosave feature so that that took a little bit of time out from that. But then the other thing in the um, in the original version, anytime you like started the game, like if you picked up a rupee or any kind of item, it would pop up and be like, "Oh, you found a rupee! Congratulations! It's worth one." You know. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, and it would do that every, every single, time. single time. Yeah. Like you started the game for the first time. So <laughs> if you were picking up a blue rupee for the first time, it was like, "Oh, this is worth five rupees." Yep. And then like, and then you get you know, and then you turn it off. Come back the next day, you pick up the same blue rupee. Mm. Congratulations, you picked up a blue rupee. It's worth five rupees. Yeah. Like, it's like yes, I know. You told me that yesterday. <laughs> I learned that last night. <laughs> um, and so you know, they took that repetitiveness out of it. And there are uh, other items and stuff like that that you can pick up as well. There you go. That, that those sense. those would do the same things too. And they took. I, I'm trying to remember all the like what else, what else was in the original, and I I don't. I, but those are those were a couple of things that I know. Yeah. Were were in the original, um, but the fact that that took out eight hours, eight hours. of gameplay, <laughs> like kind of uh, kind of blew my mind. So. So I'm curious because I I remember us talking about the stick drift issue, but I didn't I hadn't connected that it was related to this game. Have you had issues with other Nintendo Switch games? Like, have you been having stick drift with other games? Well, like I said, I've never... I don't use the Joy-Cons for oh, anything. Oh, yeah, 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 Like, yeah. anything. I don't use them. I never touch them. Yeah. Um, because I have two I have two pro controllers. Yep. And, like, you know... So if, if I do use them, I give them to my daughter. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, ours like, never get used unless we're playing Mario Kart because yeah. I use the pro controller yeah. also. So, so I I have not had that issue as far as I know, like with any of the other games. So for those that aren't aware, um, Nintendo. So I I personally think Nintendo Switch they hit a home run with the Switch for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'd rank it overall, but it is absolutely one of my favorite consoles that. Any, sure. anybody's ever made i think it's just a phenomenal phenomenal console an incredible idea i can't praise it enough but the one criticism i have is they have had this issue where the joy cons the controllers that come with it some people have reported after not much use yeah um i, I think it happened to me after five or six months of owning my switch maybe less um that it's called stick drift where like you will either not be using the 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 joystick, but your character keeps running. Yep. Or I I I had it on uh, when I played a Pokemon game. I wasn't pressing anything, but my character was just running yeah. in the same direction. Yeah. Um. So that's what we're talking. That's what we're referring to. I will give Nintendo credit. They got a lot of complaints about this, and what they did is they put out um, a website where you can go and submit your information and mail them your Joy-Cons, and they will mail you back two brand new ones. So that's that's how I fixed mine. So to their credit, they did that. But yeah, it is a big, big criticism, a flaw. Yeah. Of the system is there, and, and we you know we give we give Nintendo a lot of love on this podcast because we both like I'm a I'm a Nintendo nerd like I love Nintendo yep. stuff. Um, but like I, I could not believe like how how bad it was. Like it was yeah. because it was constant. Like I could not I could not play the game. Yep. 
without it going wrong at some point. <laughs> yeah. And like it got like I was surprised that I was actually able to beat the game. <laughs> like yeah. honestly so. Um so yeah, Skyward Sword. Yeah, if you're a Zelda fan, probably a good, you know. Yeah. But it's not necessary, especially if you like if you if you played it in the past, if you played it on the Wii. Um it's not necessary. Um, I again, I'm glad I have it. I'm not gonna sell it, but I'm probably never gonna play it again. <laughs> it's a collector's yeah. item now. Yep. So. See, I was looking forward to you. T- I knew you were playing it, and I was looking forward to you talking about it because if you remember, on like uh, I can't remember if we did it for an end of the year last yeah. year, a New Year's or whatever it was. Yeah. I said last year that this this was one of the games that I missed from the year that I right. wanted to yeah to play um, because I had never played the original. So I thought, oh, this would be a great way to catch up on that. And so. honestly, like, you know, like I said, if you haven't, like, if you if you want to play it, like, sure, play it, but just know that you're in for some frustration. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. So. so, one last thing on Zelda, it is 2022. It is, which means Breath of the Wild Two should come out this year. I don't think Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out this year. Which also means that Josh needs to finish Breath of the Wild. Yes, I do <laughs> need to finish Breath of the Wild. It's so hard. I have such a hard time finishing games. I'm sorry. But you've set a trend now. Yes, I, I have. I've finished three games this year. That's... Right? How many is more it... than last year is that? Three? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it, but I didn't want to assume... <laughs> Now, I, I'm sure I finished some games last year. Um, no promises, but I'm sure. You know, I don't know what they were. I, I don't know that I... I mean, other than the you know the two that I've talked about recently. I'm trying to remember the, the third one that I... I know I finished another game. I can't remember what it was. Um, you finished uh, Skyward Sword. You just talked Skyward about Sword, it. Skyward um, Sword. Chex Quest. Chex Quest. And I talked about a couple the, weeks ago. Uh, the Star Wars game. Oh, yeah. Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah. see. Three games. Boom. So... Anyway, that's going to do it, uh, I think, for this episode of Dead Tired Dads. Thank you so much for listening and joining us on this adventure. Um, We appreciate your ears. And uh, if you like this episode, you can give us a like, comment, subscribe, share, do all those things. Do all the things. Um, And uh, we will catch you next time on the next episode of the Dead Tired Dads podcast. Bye. Bye.